0: Welcome back to PodClat. This is version 2.0. Music and banter. You don't know. It's the international show.
1: London,
2: New York, LA, Paris, Kingston,
0: Harlem, Brooklyn, Atlanta. Our guest on the PodClat is Vass Blackwood from Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. We spoke to him about this and that. You know, music and the banter. Enjoy the show.
1: Hey, ah, hey, 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 ah
2: Sitting in your church on Sunday Take it at me till you say you can't fool God too. Every day you ball out, ja ja. Ja, da Call yourself a dreadlocks master. Terrorize the people upon your lane, cause I saw you get wicked when you leak the code. By his deeds, shall I man me now? Wanna ask you for a piece of bread you give him stomp. By his deeds, shall I man me now? Naughty up your head and worship Babylon, chomp. Why his deeds shall a man be now? Straighten up your liberty and don't walk down Why his deeds shall a man be now? Ah. Mr. Monday man with your big money plan Tell me where you get your first money from How oh, you plant your feel, how oh, you make your deal Then come your picnic Then fit those who please Left your air conditioned office and gone a bar Impress a little easy girl with your pretty car When you're done, she says she affi get paid What a fret you a go fret when you hear she have By his deeds, shall a man be now Wanna ask you for a piece of bread, you give him stone. By his deeds, shall a man be now Naughty up your head worship and worship Babylon Joe. By his deeds shall a man be known. Straighten up your liberty and don't bow down. By his deeds shall a man be known. Where you reach far Every lyrics where you have me say I'm your one Oh, you a tell a man feel shot When you never get a lick yet we feel how it heart If you a warrior, tell me where you fight for And if I just make you put up on a lighter But if I vanity, jewelry and such Remember, say me tell you say you soon, get. Yeah. By his deeds a man me now Man, I ask you for a piece of bread, you give him stout
0: Give thanks to VC for sharing his anthem by his deeds. Big up, big up. Wicked tune, bro.
1: This
0: Yes, welcome back to Podclat. Vass, you are one of the lead characters in the epic British gangster film Lock Stuck and Two Smoking Barrels. Personally, I thought the character Rory Breaker made the movie. Tell us a little bit about what it was like working on this Guy Ritchie classic.
3: It was extraordinary, really, because um, what happened was that I was called by my agent to go and see Guy Ritchie and Matthew Vaughan, uh, who were about to make this film. This is, we're talking 20 years ago. And um, so I went down to, I think it was um, Shepperton Studios. I popped down to Shepperton Studios, and there was this guy there, you know, a gentleman, Guy Richie, and shook hands, and he, he said to me, he loves my work. He used to watch me um, on the Lenny Henry show, coming back from school, he'd come back from college, or college, yeah, and watch me on the Lenny Henry show. He loved my dulcet tones, you know. He's, they're trying to get this film off the ground. So if you just come with me, we'll just do a few little things with the camera. So I was asked, okay, fair enough And he had this little camera with him he had sent me some lines and some of the Roy breaker speeches and they were long but the script was kind of it was somewhat it wasn't quite I don't know if it was completed yet i think it was completed but it just seemed a little it was cut here cut there cut hair, cut there and it wasn't quite the completed script i think they were still working on the script and later on i found out you know the guy does work like this so we kind of i think i had one of the speeches locked locked in my mind I I learned it and everything and we just sat out in this garden and he just kind of put the camera on me and I started to do the thing a little bit for him and uh, didn't think I was doing very well I didn't think I was nailing it or anything of that sort but he just said okay that's that's great lovely lovely no problem and then him and Matthew walked me to the um, exit Um, We're talking away to me about you know they really want to get going on this because there was a delay on it, they were previously going to shoot and there was a delay with it, and then they lost some money and now they're going for it. So great to meet meet me, and um, they'll be back in touch. Next thing you know, we were doing it. it, it.
0: That tune you just heard was the heavyweight rockers and Jesse Royal, Sweet Sensation. Brand new tune, brand new music. Give thanks to Dana for sending us that one. Boom. 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 Back to you, guys.
3: Each of us, all the actors that you saw in that movie, we were just like, we all had our scenes to learn and come in and deliver for Guy. And I think that we all got that vibe. And myself, when I turned up, they had a good crew, young people, who he still works with. The same people he still works with. Creation, you know? And it's a beautiful thing because you learn something from this for yourself and for others, In me even having this discussion here with you, you know? The same people that he started with, the majority of them he's still with now. So it's a team thing because they understand his mind and they can work to the vision and they're all earning money. And he said to me once, guy, there's nothing better than waking up in the morning and knowing that I've got a crew of nearly 200 and I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm paying them, I'm, I'm employing them, everyone's making money and we're making a film. He said, there's nothing better than that. And I thought to myself, you know, I think that to to myself every day. It's a beautiful thing. And it's people that he knows. So they're all dependent on each other in a very positive, artistic way. And that's a beautiful thing. I think that works in the music industry, you know, and in my industry as well as an actor. So, you know, I turn up on that set and there was an energy. This energy. There was an energy. But all I knew is that the guy is pretty serious. And, um, you know... And I, and I and I knew obviously from working with other directors, big directors and producers back then. because I mean, I was prolific, you know, doing quite a lot of um, high-profile stuff in the um, '90s and whatnot. I just knew that, you know, I just I just knew as a professional I had to take him very seriously, and I did. And I, I I went home, worked on my stuff. I mean, the wig, for instance, the wig. Okay, so. When he introduced me to the guys that were playing my security guys, right, I noticed they all had ball heads, right. But they were big boys, bald head, and I said to him, "Guy, you know what? Why, why don't I just wear a wig?" He, he looked at me and he thought because he's he's he, he's very meticulous. So he's he's third eyes right there in the script in his thing because he write direct. So his mind is just thinking the thing. He sees it all in his mind, and he and I stumped him. I, I, I do it quite a lot with him actually, <laughs> even up to this day now. So I said to him, Guy, I said, why don't, why, why don't I wear a wig? I mean, because they're all got bald heads. And at the time, my head was very short. I said, Let's, let, where are we going to just make that Im, Im, impact? And he said, uh, I'll think about it. That's when you know you've got him, right? He says, I'll think about it. Yeah. So the this was at a rehearsal. So then when we actually turned up to do the first scenes, the makeup girl came in and said, oh Vass, we've got you a wig. Guy thinks that, you know, he's, he's happy with you wearing the wig. I said, oh great, so that was the wig. The wig was on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even the Greek, when I talk about Nick the Greek. I said to Guy, Guy, look, listen, I know a lot of Greek Cypriots. I grew up with them in the Kentish town area and everything. And they're my close friends, man. i got a lot of love for Greek people. I know a lot of bad words in Greek, you know, (laughs) cuss words and various things.
0: That amazing guitar tune you just heard was by my good friend, Gennaro. He also played the amazing flamenco on podcast number one. Wicked Tunes, grazie, grazie, Gennaro. Next question. 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 Rory Breaker, was that a real person? Was that character based on a real person?
3: Yeah, the character, was personally, a, it was a personal creation, but it was based off two people, and they're both dead now, they're both dead now. One I went to school with, um, and he was a couple of years older than me, and he's a legend, and his name was Gilbert Winters. Well, I think people out there will know Gilbert Winters, very famous OG, uh, who looked up, who really looked after me at school, and then as we got on in life, because he was out of the Islington area, I'm from Camden so I would see him here and there in a the boat and he um, a famous OG so a real gangster and uh, who, the
0: who was the other chap?
3: Trevor Smith Trevor Smith who passed away a few years ago
0: and he again
3: both black guys but they were like kind of uh, they crossed over as it were they were very uh, Trevor was a very is like a real cockney you know and um, he came up uh, robbing banks wow. he was a blagger rob banks and everything but then he got in trouble with that and then he came out that and then he became a I first met Trevor he was working as a technical assistant at Riverside Studios so he's, he got a job reformed reforming himself rehabilitating himself and his friends um, um, the technical staff at Riverside Studios so we became very friendly yeah. and uh, he's a real cool guy Dress well, really smart. Took me under his wing as well, Trevor. Uh, and funnily enough, him and Gilbert did cross paths over the years. They crossed paths, used to cross paths quite a bit. But Gil- I, hope, I hope amicably. Yeah, not really. Yeah, that Gilbert really didn't have much time for Trevor because they're both sort of, you know, these gangster type. Larger than life. Yeah, larger than life. Nice, but great guys, you know. And um, yeah, Rory was basically those two in one. And Guy knew them both. Wow. Okay. Guy knew them. Wow. when I told him I told him you know what I want to do he said oh yeah 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 do you, what, do you know Gilbert and I said yeah I went to school with him and Trevor Smith he said yeah I've heard of Trevor because he knew Trevor from West London because Guy's a West London boy you know right. Chelsea, Fulham and, and um, Trevor prolific in those areas Trevor used to run because Riverside Studios has done in Hamilton, Trevor used to run Come the Revolution which is a pub the ending of King's Road, and I think people will know that listening to this um this pod here because um yeah, Trevor was that guy. So that's that was Rory. That was his creation.
1: Touch the sky And when they ask her why is she so very high She just laugh and say di
0: Big up to Brady O'Connor and Loud City. Chasing the Sun, Future Sounder Reggae Remix. Love, Love, the vibes. The vibes. Love, the vibes. Love the vibes. Wow, the vibes. yeah. So speaking of larger than life, there's a larger than life boxing match coming up between yeah. Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. Part two, what do you think? Who's your money on and why?
3: Well, as you know, Tony, I'm a big boxing fan. I'll go right back with this, my father being a Muhammad Ali fan, Cassius Clay, then Muhammad Ali, and, you know, listening to it on the radio, and, and you know, and when I had to go to school, I couldn't listen to it on the radio, I couldn't stay up that late, but then I'd always get up and ask my dad, who won, dad, who won, dad? And Ali, i say, Ali won in the sixth, and Ali had made a rhyme about, this guy's full of tricks, but I'm knocking him out in the sixth. And, you know, I said, dad, was it the sixth? And he said, no, it was the fifth. Oh, <laughs> yeah, things like that. So then Mike Tyson, you know, we all stayed up for the Tyson thing. Sure. So, big Tyson fan. No, so I'm a fighter. And I know a lot of the fighters, uh, personally. They're a different breed. And they're great men. Because these guys, you know, they train hard. And, as you know, boxing is probably one of those... It, it's, it's a science. And it's also a really great way to keep fit.
1: Sure.
3: Yeah, and I, and I admire them to go out there and do what they do. Now, Deontay Wilder versus um, Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury and I... Uh, we follow each other on Twitter, and um, we've not shaken hands yet. But I know a lot of people he know, a lot of people that he's familiar with. We've got mutual friends, and I feel an affiliation to um, Tyson Fury because I have a lot of travelling friends, um, gypsies. Right. Um, I've got a lot of admiration for gypsies; good people. So, and I know what they're all about in the sense of their 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 outlook towards life. And they've been very much like black people. We've been very much like outcasts to a certain degree. And we've had to find ourselves and stand up for ourselves. And the travellers are like that. And they're fighting people, man. They're fighting people. And Tyson Fury, in actual fact, the whole thing of him being down, and, you know, with mental depression and drug addiction and coming back. Now I just love that.
0: Well, don't forget, he actually was down for the count and came back. He was resurrected in the last fight. Absolutely. Came out of nowhere.
3: No, absolutely. Absolutely. Now he did, in that 12th round, he went down and he got back up. And that's a fighting man. Yeah. And that's in his blood, yeah. right? That's in his DNA. Yeah. So come this fight, what I normally do, and now Deontay Wilder, there's something about Deontay Wilder that I have a lot of admiration for, mainly because it comes from the deep south in America, where even up to this day now, as he says, till this day now, the whole issue with the race has not been has not been laid to rest, as it were. People don't. There are certain people in the south, white people in the south, that have no understanding, and um, we could take those people back their mindset right back to like South Africa. Um, before when Mandela at the ANC were trying to do their thing in apartheid in South Africa. There's a lot of people in the South. And Deontay comes from that zone. And uh, he is a very committed brother. You know, he has an aura about him and some people don't like it, but I like it because I think he doesn't mess around. He's a family man. He's got the hardest punch in boxing right now, they say. Well, they say this. They say this. He he executes it probably the best. But I'm telling you. There's no one telling me Tyson Fury can't punch hard. He's a heavyweight, and and I believe he's just got the same power. Cause it's all about timing and skill set. And Tyson Fury is a very skillful fighter. Now come the fight, and who Vas Black th- thinks will win, I would I will be supporting Tyson Fury. I
0: hear
3: it. Right, because I'm from England. Born and bred in England, Jamaican parentage. I have my Jamaican passport. I'm dual national, but I'm an Englishman, right? And in Jamaica, they call me an Englishman, and I'm proud of it, right? Um, so I will be supporting Tyson on the night. But what I normally do is because I have a professional boxing mind. In my, you know, my mindset, but I look at it very equal. It's an equal thing. Best man win. Best man win, but I have my favorite that I want to win. Sure. And I can't you can't let your head rule your heart and <laughs> vice versa. So what I normally do is I normally wait for the weighing and the face off. Cause when they have the weighing you can look at the the, the body conditions like racehorses, sure. you can look at them and you can see how they're carrying on and but then there again with these two, I know Deontay Wilder likes to come out with this presence because he's worked on a persona now, which is not himself. Yeah. He is this bronze bomber. It's a kind of like a very gladiator type of figure. Yeah. And Tyson's warned him about this. Uh-huh. Tyson's got into his head and said to him, you know, like false idols and, you're looking at things that aren't you, and you have to be very careful of that. Tyson said to him, and I they had an interview a face-off thing together. It's like uh, just a link that there was there was um, like a guy in between them, and they were having this thing face to face, I think it is or whatever they call it. And yeah, Tyson said something interesting. I, I believe Tyson to be right that you should be very careful about. It's like saying it's not him is like saying it's not him, but it is him. It's like the third person. And Tyson said, "Cause Tyson's very religious, oh. so am I. And um, I think it's true what Tyson says about it's like you're making up a false god. Well, there's only one god. <laughs> so, so you know. So, but we'll we'll see. We'll see at the way. Yeah. I'll, 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 but that'll be a private thing with me because I think because but they're both very sure very sure of each other, yeah. very confident. Yeah. It's 50-50, I'm going to back Tyson Fury. Right. But the best man will win. Well, God knows.
1: But Clark! Tony Peroni, calls security! I make you feel real fine. I never second in line Plus the brush of your fingertips make my blood rush. Ooh. Instant Seated I want to be the woman in your life I'll make you feel real fine and have a second life. Just the burst of your fingers just make my
0: That tune was Negrilled to Kingston City by two very dear friends of mine, Jovi Rockwell and Farinezzi. Big up on herself. That's from the Transdub Massive label. Big up DJ Flood as well. Enough respect for selling on them tunes, bro. Wicked. Wicked. All right, Vas, we're coming to our quick fire section of the show. I got a couple quick questions I want to ask you. Red Stripe or Heineken?
3: I don't drink alcohol.
0: Fair enough, sir. Fair enough.
3: If I was to drink alcohol, I would definitely go red stripe.
0: (laughs) All right, sir. Well, I'm going to still ask you the second question then, which is red rum or white rum?
3: (laughs) Red rum. (laughs) Well, they say when the rum is in, the wit is out. So, red rum or white rum, I would definitely go with white rum and a glass of milk chaser.
0: (laughs) Yes, sir. All right. All right. Hear this one now. Tasty, juicy beef or port royal patties?
3: 100% port royal patties.
0: You heard it there, port royal patties, the wickedest patties in the world, yeah. All right, the last question, sir, shower or power?
3: Now, I saw this. <laughs> I'm got to have to say, right, now. Um, I don't know really if I should answer that question.
0: <laughs> It's a trick question, it's It's a a trick question question. You don't have to answer (laughs) it if you don't want to I
3: I will have to say, I will have to say I'm going to come with the Bob Marley thing Even though I know he was PMP Apparently, well I'm just going to have to say basically I'm not really um, When it comes to the politics In Jamaica, I think one should keep that And their religion private.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. For those uh, non-Jamaican listeners, shower is the JLP party in Jamaica and Power is the PNP party. It was just a rhetorical question there. So, yeah.
3: so you have the um, Jamaican Labour Party and the People's National Party, but I must say to all my English and American listeners and people that aren't too um, acquainted with the, how it runs in Jamaica, the People's National Party are more left of the wing and whereas the Jamaican Labour Party is more right of the wing, so the, 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 the PNP are a bit like Labour and the JLP are a little bit like the Conservatives, so you can weigh it up like that. But I do have a political affiliation to one of those, but I'm not gonna tell you. Tony Peroni is in
0: the mix. That leads us to our final part of the show. You know, this is the 75th anniversary of Robert Nesta Marley. What are your favorite Bob Marley tunes and why? Your three favorite.
3: Whoa, my three favorite Bob Marley tunes. I'd have to say. I'd have to say, uh, let me just see. Let me just see. It's three favourites. Difficult. Uh, get Up, Stand Up. Uh, Why? It was just... All around i mean if anyone's been down trodden on you know or anyone's not feeling too good for themselves like even tyson fury you know you just get up stand up stand up for your rights don't take it lying down as it were you know don't let them kick the sand in your face get up man and do something about it you know yeah that's right absolutely and um no woman not cry yeah just the emotions and uh i think one love Yeah, one heart, yeah. I mean, I could go on all day.
0: You could have top 100 Bob songs, you know, but I had to keep it at top three. You know, I've got a
3: big up, big up as well, Damien Jr. Gong Marley as well, good friend of mine, right? Because he's really good. And also Steve Marley and all of those boys, you know, they are very good. And you listen to their music because they're bang on the point, they are, especially Damien and Steve. They're brilliant, the Marley boys, man, 100%, man. Giving it, you know, they are. They are sons of Bob Marley and they are very, very good. They have his spirit, definitely. Got to say that.
0: Uh, Vas, mate, I really want to thank you for coming on the show. Yo, it's an absolute pleasure having you here on the pod, Clat. You know, big up yourself every time. But wait, I want to just ask you quickly, uh, what what can we see you in coming up? We want to see some films. that we, What can we look forward to seeing you coming in?
3: Yeah, I've got a film coming out right that I want you to look up. There's a f- few little things that are coming out right. And I'm really, really um, what's it worth for reinventing myself to a certain degree? Because I'm actually writing a couple of things, which are, there's been a lot of interest with them. Television series. I've written two pilots, uh, separate. One's a uh, supernatural drama, and the other is a black comedy. Is it's a criminal black comedy? So what I hope I well, fingers crossed. I believe those will make it. But um, film-wise, I've got a film coming out called um, Original Gangster, which is very good. I don't play the gangster. I play actually a guy who owns a bar. I shouldn't really give that away, but um, it's a very good story. And I think it should be the start of um, some good things for me as far as um, good roles and um, like not, yeah, being in favor, I suppose, because my industry is a tough industry, like any industry, but I'm an artist and um, I'll never stop acting. Big up the podclart from me Vast Blackwood aka Rory Breaker from Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels and much much more. Yeah, that's right. If the podclart is sour, I'm not the kind of podclart to listen to it. You get what I'm saying? <laughs>